Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. This is Rita Hernandez. Gilbert Granados. And you're listening to Play With A Plan Radio Show. Hello, San Antonio and everybody around the world. This is Rita Hernandez. Gilbert Granados. And we are live here at Chipo Signs Business Consulting Services at 16248 San Pedro. And just super excited for our fifth radio show, Gilbert. Do a recap of our, our past you know, a couple of shows and, and, you know, what we're going to jump into today, Gilbert. You bet. Well, last week we talked about lead management and prior to that was lead generation. Those two things right there are the lifeblood of any business. A salesperson, uh, that's the pipeline. That's what keeps the business growing. Yes. It allows you to make things happen on purpose. So we talked about lead management, the different things as far as follow up, how by the fifth interaction, the fifth phone call, the fifth appointment, many your closing ratios tend to go much higher there. What happens is usually the first somebody gives the estimate and they stop, you know, or there's no follow up and, and definitely is understanding the importance is follow up is a big key. And that fifth follow up is I put on Facebook, there was some ratios there that showed how it plays out. So you had a diagram of what that looks like. So the lead management part is critical and, and giving you much more of a return on investment. There's costs usually on lead generation yes. in, in which, you, you know, maybe you pay an employee to telemarketing, maybe purchasing some leads from a source, outside source, you're using some type of, uh, uh, say, a mailings, whatever it may be, but you're generating leads, but the management part, which is the follow-up, is critical there. Then you got the objection handling, right? You got to go on the appointment. You got to have the the strong mindset as far as the muscle to be able to handle that objection. Don't stop in that first no. You know, just just moving forward and and being able to have the confidence to be able to move it and increase your close ratio. So I agree. That's the lead management part. We talked about that. Today, more. We have two weeks in the year, 2015, as we move into 2016, right, Rita? Yes. I want to talk about five great tools of growth. Five tools of growth. And the biggest thing here is just, it is an inside job. It's a lean in, move forward. Don't step back, get intimidated, get scared as far as moving towards growth. And growth is so many ways is growth is not an automatic process. You know, yeah. you can't just say, I'm going to grow this year, yeah. right? It, it is, it is not automatic. It doesn't happen by just doing something. Can I cut in really quick you about bet. how, you know, they say, oh, I'm, I'm going to grow this year. Man, I've been doing this for a very long time. And you know, just just speaking with Matt this morning and he was letting me know about uh, reading my bio and everything like that. And there was there was a lot of struggles throughout my journey. And I was letting our guests know and we'll get into you know him in a little bit that because of what I'm going through now with the business consulting services with Gilbert Granados, Chipo Signs, everything here, it has changed me completely in these what six weeks now. So six weeks and then prior to it, that, right? Exactly. It's been an amazing journey of really realizing that, again, you cannot be afraid of picking up that phone. You cannot be staring at your phone thinking that it's going to ring 
and expected to re- yeah turn off your ringer. <laughs> he, he's like expecting calls this morning. <laughs> See, we're ready to go. Um, you know, little things like that. But you know, I just I just really want to keep letting people know how important this program is and how it can help you. So these, listen, get your pen and paper out right now, everybody. These are great tools for growth, and there's he, he's going to continue with that. You bet. Well, thank you. Thanks for sharing that as well. Is Most definitely, it, it is ongoing, and, and really growth is, is continuous. Uh, unless you set time for growth, you won't uh, do much growing, right? Exactly. You know, intentional growth is the key. It's not, it's not um, ho- I hope to grow. You know, it's not I have good intentions. Yeah. It's more of your actions. And so here, here's some key here that, that hopefully you can see some great things here. Number one is great people. Surround yourself with great people. Spend time with talented, experienced, growing people. Uh, call to action here. You know, we can say things, but the call to action would be an example, example like yeah. schedule a lunch a month with someone who will stretch your thinking. You know, ask questions like John Maxwell has is good leaders ask great questions. So many times is when you're going to visit with somebody, ask some questions, interview them, you know, find out what's up. You know, more of your intention is just trying to learn. Right. You're trying to learn. And uh, so number two would be great messages in our connected world. You literally have access on the Internet to so much information, thousands of speakers out there right at your fingertips. You can go onto YouTube and and look at so much out there. Mm-hmm. You can find out how to do things on YouTube. But taking advantage of that and the call to action here would be is this listen to one message that challenges you each week. Yeah. You know, that's intentional. Uh don't it be impatient. It takes time to grow. It takes time to grow. Instead, use the time and lessons you learned to your advantage. Apply it. The more, more the more you grow, the more we know we need to grow. Exactly. Right? And when you grow, what happens is it affects other people. It, you can take it on a personal standpoint with your family, right? You can with your business, those you surround yourself with. It, it's that type as far as it affects others. We we all lead somebody. Yeah. Right? We first we lead ourselves. And and really quick about that, when you're talking about the family, my husband has actually seen and he, he's been very emotional about everything that's been going on and especially all the projects that we've been doing through Inspiration for Life. It's been so amazing. But he was he he made a comment. He goes, I'm very proud of you. He goes, you you've been working the hardest. I mean, even, I've been working hard. He knows that. But he goes, I'm seeing a difference. I'm seeing the growth. I'm seeing that. He goes, you could have been making this kind of money a long time ago. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. But again, I was too afraid. I was just too afraid. And and you know the story of why I was afraid. So he was just like, wow. So you, I worked hard all this time before working hard, but it was more of the, of the giving. And that's what I was trying to explain to our guest here. I said it was just constant giving, but I, I really wasn't thinking as far as like, okay, well, funding needs to come in in order for me to put out. And that I was just too busy using my heart of gold which, it, you know, it, it, it helped tremendously, but it wasn't helping my family. And that's where we need to let the listeners know it's okay to say no. It's okay to, to put that stop in and get the clients, get the business. Because if, you, if you're that type of person like me that is constantly giving, you better make sure something's coming in because you're going to be hurting your family. So he has seen the difference and he, he has, has expressed how he feels. And he's like, girl, keep going. 
Keep going. <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, you have a special gift, and with that special gift, you have a special value exactly. that needs to be uh, you know, decided upon, that that specialness because of what you have in your heart, and it uplifts people. So yes, we, 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 uh, there is a value for that type of specialness that you have. So number three would be great places. Find places that inspire and instruct you and the time there. Soak up the surroundings and see what they can teach you. The call to action would be here is this plan a trip every year that will inspire you, you know, somewhere, plant plan a trip that will inspire you. And I know we got a little roadmap can, can there, I a little, say little, something? A little oh drive, drive time I'm you want to use that new yes, vehicle. I'm going to get so emotional because I've been wanting, and I talked to a diva, a diva's in the house. Hello, a diva. I've been telling her, I've been literally just wanting to go to Corpus. I don't know why, something about just walking around along the beach, you know, with the sun hitting you, the wind blowing. You know, I'm afraid of the jellyfish. I can't swim, but it's just walking along the beach that is that I feel like I'm I made it. That's all. That's all I want to do. So we got this new Jeep. It's it's a used vehicle, but it's amazing. Thank God. My husband's like, why don't we just go this weekend? Let's just go. I was like, let's do it. So we're going to take a little mini road trip just to get out and go and be thankful and just shout out and scream glory and amen and all the good stuff. Well, that's beautiful. That's that's very yeah. good. Hey, one thing is I forgot to mention, I and I do like the legendary, you guys mm-hmm. have heard of John Wooden. He used to be the head coach at UCLA for years and years and years. And he, he has a saying that, that I was reading last night. He goes, it's what we learn after we know it all that counts. You know, so true. Personal development is yeah. a process with no end. No end. It's ongoing. So number three, as we go on, is great places. We talked about that. Uh, find places that inspire you, instruct you. And, and there's that hopefully that little uh, road trip that you're going about to do Yes. is growth equals change. Sometimes personal growth can be intimidating because it requires you to go beyond your comfort zone, you know, the comfort zone in, in uh, that which where you go to make changes. And, exactly. and, and a lot of that, it just we're scared, right? We're scared because mm-hmm. we're going somewhere where we hadn't gone before. And we, in our mind, we've been telling ourselves, yeah, I want to go there, but I just don't want to have the calendar and the actions to be able to, to make things happen. And so you can have goals and you can have mission statement and you can have a vision. But if what happens, um, Adiba, and, and we have Rita here, and we talked about it, is if your calendars and your actions don't match your goals, your vision, right? In your mission statement, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Exactly. Right? And that's intentional. I, I want to do it. I have good intentions, but the intentional actions are matching your calendar and your uh, actions. Exactly. And that make, what makes it happen right there. And that's where you've been on the phone, you know, making appointments, have much more of a value as far as how you're your pricing, all those things that help you to be able to. The more you have, the more you can give. Right. The more you have, the more you can give. Exactly. And in, in, in which that's what I know that's within your DNA and your heart of what you do. So, you know, so much of what we do, I talked about that muscle. That's that internal muscle that we have. With that, the muscle is more that discipline, right, Adiba? It's the, the discipline, the muscle that we have whenever we don't want to do something, mm-hmm. which we know it's going to go towards positive change, positive return on investment for our business. And so I know we all as salespeople, it, it, we all as business owners, as nonprofits, whatever it may be, it's just more of that muscle, just to be able to have the perseverance, the discipline, to be able to know our 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 vision wants to go left, but the culture of our business is going right, yeah. and, and so we want to have the culture of our business all going towards the left to be able to make things happen as far as what we plan so much to do. So a lot of that, just more of just understanding that. In um, so the um, 
it's an inside job first. And, and we, we talk so much about mindset, but it is so true. It, yeah. it's, it's an inside job first. Once we, once we have established in our mind that, you know what, we're going to get on the phone. We're mm. going to make 50 phone calls in three hours. You know, whatever that number is, is we're, we've identified it. And by the end of the day, this has got to have been done. That's the lead generation mm. part and the follow-up. So all those just, again, is the calendar of the actions, are they are they moving forward as far as where you're trying to go? So, all right. So we go on the fourth is great events. Here is the conferences, workshops, and celebrations that stimulate you to engage your environment. Okay, here is the call to action would be is set aside time and money to attend one per year. Yeah. You know, that could be a conference. You know, that could be somewhere that's mm-hmm. going to inspire you to help you to be around same like kind and quality yeah. of people like you. Um, growth requires a forward focus. By definition, it requires you to get bigger. It's easy to celebrate past successes and milestones to focus on them. But warning is too much of that, you know, you get stuck, yeah. you know, and, and because you, you want to shift your thinking into uh, forward gear. You should want to bigger, be bigger tomorrow. That's what you are as far as moving towards for yeah. today. Yesterday, yesterday ended last night. Move on to the next game. You know, you've probably heard the Spurs always is, you know, you, we won or we lost, but we got another game. So whether we lost, you know, our mindset's got to get back on and, and improve and get better because it's a journey. And if we won, we did great. But we got another game the next time. So yeah. it's just a journey. You're not running a, a, a race. You're running a marathon. And it got a, an understanding that. It's just continuous improvement. Because if you run that race and you got a marathon to do, you're going to crank out and you're going to get on the side of that race and you're going to say, huh, I'm going to quit. You mm-hmm. know, and that's not where we want to go. So as we go on to n- number four is great books, great books, the best for last. And to me is it's the books and, and uh, Rita, you're pointing out some of the John Maxwell books right here. Yeah, we have we have also some video. We'll put that on later. But um, on video, you can see the books that I'm pointing to. So you want to talk a little bit about that? You those. bet. Well, one is Intentional Living, and uh, uh, that's book by John Maxwell. And uh, many in the room right here are going through that as far as the 30-day journey. Um, the other one is 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, and that's the core is 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership of his. Uh, teachings of, of where he goes that that book is real strong and gives you an idea of just of, of raising their lid how influence the law of influence plays out in in those type of things and what you do because if we all lead like I was mentioning a while ago we all lead first ourselves because we gotta we gotta fix ourselves first and then we lead others yes and then we lead leaders and, and all those are very critical as we, our actions, our words is helping because what goes in our mind every day, we're, we're human beings. We're, we're not that new vehicle you got right mm-hmm. there. We, we put gas and we put oil and we know pretty consistently it's going to be turning on and going. Well, we're human beings. We have mind games going on all the time exactly. and we got to be able to give ourselves some good stuff in there to be able to have ourselves go straight and right. So uh, great books would be the uh, the best for last, in my opinion. Great books can give you access to a world of mentors with experience in any area out there, period. And, and so read deeply to guide and to improve your thinking. The call to action here would be is commit to reading a book every month, if possible. It will increase your discipline, obviously. 
because it's so very easily sometimes maybe not to get up early yeah. or to close the end of the 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 night is without reading you know so it's more of a discipline and allow you to be able to hopefully apply what you've learned and and Debo, one time is if you read if you're reading a book let me just go back is they say is if if you read um, seven or more books in a year you will be 122 percent likely to be a millionaire but start reading no, no, start reading self-improvement type books self-improvement type books speed then, reading here. then it is for somebody that reads less than three books yeah. a year okay so you you tell me is somebody that doesn't read books self-improvement and what you're doing as opposed to somebody that reads seven or more what you think they're probably a little bit different right their mind has been shaped in a different mm -hmm. way You'll probably need binocul binoculars, right, to be able to see how far you've gone <laughs> if you get into reading books, right, as far as self-improvement. So that that is there as far as uh, – and, and I um, I wanted to, to cover there as far as for you. That was five. I have here two fours, but uh, that was a fifth as far as great books. So okay. you can imagine as far as where it will go. All right. So um, that closed that out. Okay. We're going to take a quick song break so we can get into our amazing special guests. And then we'll kind of finish off the show with the, the rest of what Gilbert has to talk about. And um, you want to kind of introduce the next guest before we get into. You bet. You guys are all into a, a treat here. His name is Matt Martin. And uh, he's he's one of our pastors at the church that I go to. It's North Rock Church right here, real close by in 1604 and 281. And uh, I am so excited to, to be able to have him here in our house right here at Cheapo Science and Business Consulting Services and right here in our plan, our, our radio mm -hmm. program, Play With a Plan. And, and he will be a special treat. Before I introduce a lot about him is I just want you guys that we're going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, we're going to get much more deeper yes. about uh, Matt Martin, what he's about, as well as North Rock Church. So yes. we'll see you in a few. And we will be right back. And we're back, San Antonio and everybody around the world. This is Rita Hernandez. And Gilbert Granados. Oh, Gilbert, amazing opening with all the five great tools for growth. Just hitting it on the button, getting it to the point of what we need to do to succeed, be successful, be ourselves, and continue to do what we love. So thank you for all that stuff. Um, and I know you're going to finish off the show with a little bit of some tidbits before we do end. But go ahead and introduce our guest, Gilbert. You bet. I'm so you excited. Bet. Oh, my goodness. All right. Here we go. In the house is Mr. Woo. Matt Martin from North Rock Church. And uh, if we can just raise our hands up in the air Woo, and shout sir. like we just don't care. Where's the music? <laughs> Woo. Well, oh, I, yeah. Well, anyway, those of you guys out there is uh, I do want to introduce Matt Martin, and he's uh, the pastor, one of the pastors at North Rock Church, um, and uh, really excited about him. It's just so much of what he's about and what they do there at North Rock, it, it's uh, so neat. They they play with a plan. They have so much of what they do intentionally within their thinking. They go out and, and look at, as far as I, I see, they look and study and look at their past and, and move projections towards the future. 
and, and always looking to have a great, great experience for anybody that wants to be a guest, to be a VIP and, and, and hang out at their place. So what that is, I, I uh, tell you a little bit, tell us a little bit about yourself, Matt, if you can. I'd be glad to. And first off, thank you, Gilbert, so much and Rita for uh, having me today. Happy Friday. And uh, I've been uh, looking forward to this ever since you asked me about it. And so I'm excited and uh, it's, um, it's love the first portion of that. This is uh, it's, it's who we are. It's what what we do It's who I am. So I was uh, I was taking notes the whole time you were talking and uh, underlining and wish I had a highlighter to um, to, to keep looking at this. But. Um, my name is Matt Martin. I'm the executive pastor at North Rock Church, and I have lived in San Antonio since uh, middle of 2008. Uh, I grew up in Southeast Texas, so I'm um, Texas through and through. Yeah, and, uh, that's exactly right. And uh, I agree. We, we laugh about it uh, when I travel, and people say, you know, Texas is like its own place. And I say, well, well yeah, because when you grow up here, we really do believe it's Texas and the rest of the United States. And, <laughs> and that is that is uh, somewhat of a reality. But um, no, I love love living here. love San Antonio. And uh, it's been a great, great ride. Um, I moved here with a good friend of mine, Jonathan Moore. And we started North Rock Church in January of 2009. Wow. And so we're uh, about to celebrate seven years. Uh, about the third week of January will be the official seven-year celebration date. And nice. um, it's been a fun journey getting here. I, um, 2016, I'll celebrate 20 years of marriage um, to my incredible bride and have two two boys. And my my life i've been i've been a, in ministry world for since i was about 17 years old and i uh, just had some opportunities there and began to uh just kind of just walk through one door as it opened and just would do a little bit and then the next one would open and and we were talking about this a little bit before the show and 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 kind of got to here but another unique thing in my life and i really never understood how it was all going to play out and now i'm seeing it at nearly 40 years old is um, I was, I've been self-employed as well since I was 20 years old. And just about two and a half years ago, I, I shut down my business or, or you know, closed that chapter of my life is probably the best way to say that. Mm -hmm. and, um, and But I've always worked hand-in-hand in, hand, in tandem with that. And I always thought this is just odd because I, I had ministry opportunities and church and traveling and speaking and doing different things. But I grew up, uh, my mom and dad were, were entrepreneurs, they were business owners, and that's the world I grew up in. So um, we, we laugh about it. I, I've only filled out one job application in my life, and uh, just I don't even know where to start when I see one. So it's just, it's just one of those unique, I've, I've had a very, uh, a very fun life, very, uh, uh, a lot of stories, a lot of, a lot of color in my life of, of just little things. I look back and I think, man, I'm, I'm about to be 40, but yet there's... I have so many stories to tell of, of experiences, and and so and a lot of that was my parents taught me that. And so coming into what we did here in San Antonio, it was just a natural progression of steps and say, hey, we're going to go start something from nothing. I've been doing that all my life. That, that was that was nothing new for me. And so that was it was it was interesting and fun and neat and all of those things to be able to start something. It, but it was really just a continuation of who I am, how I was raised, and the 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 importance of knowing that you know this is this is the direction for my life. This is a plan. I knew this is exactly where I was supposed to be, what I was supposed to be doing, and I moved forward in a confidence with that. And um, 
And it, it's just a lot of people, you know, they feel like there's kind of church and, you know, nonprofit. And then there's the other side of the, the coin and there's business and there's life. And, and really so much of it intersects and so much of it crosses over. And I meet with people all the time and I meet with business owners in, in the city. And, and I'll tell them a little bit about what I do for, at the church and, and my my plan and and how how we are very intentional about a lot of things. And they just sit there and they shake their head and they say, I, I, I didn't even realize there was so much that crossed over and how how the church is ran and how how you how, forward thinking and how, like you say, how you play with a plan that that, you know, we're having conversation that we're both walking away better people because of it. Yeah. And I go yeah. apply it to the to my world and they go apply it to their world. But it's the same principles and the same concepts. And so I've had a lifetime of that coming up. So, yeah, very good. So tell us a little bit about North Rock Church. T- tell us about so. It started, you said, about in 2009, yes. you and Jonathan, right? Yes. So we uh, we moved here. Uh, I've known uh, Pastor Jonathan Moore for going on about 19 years now, 18, 19 oh, years. Yeah, and uh, we've been friends and acquaintances and stayed in touch. And I called him in the summer of 2007. And uh, he we began to talk about this, and he began to share the plan. And uh, he, he was in Austin at the time. And he said, man, I just really feel like God is calling me to North San Antonio to start a church. Yeah. And uh, I said, man, that, that'll be great. Send me a postcard. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, uh, I, I, I'm going to go to Austin. <laughs> and uh, and he uh, he just laughed. And he said, I've got to go in a staff meeting. He said, I'll call you back in a few minutes or in a few hours. And he said, I, I want to talk to you about this. He said, this is no accident that you <laughs> called. And we talked so much about yep. intentional living. And uh, he said, this is on purpose. This phone call is on purpose. And so the next thing I know. Um, and I'm, I'm coming out here, we're driving through the city and we're dreaming and we're, we're imagining together and we're, we're, we're believing that, you know, great things are going to happen here. And, and this city has captivated my heart and my life. And, and my wife was with me on those trips and same with her. And, and we just looked at each other one day and said, we have a lot of options, but really our only option is to go to San Antonio. And we know that. And yeah. so that was in 2007, 2008, we made the transition and we moved here. And so we started the church in two, January of 2009 with 11 people. And uh, we met at Pastor Jonathan's house. And uh, then we would just really shake things up and look for something different. So we'd meet at my house. And it just, you know, we were we can were I, changing addresses and locations. Can so. I say something yes. really quick? When I Because I was telling Adiba, we're also having our seven-year anniversary. Oh, okay. January 2009, we had about 11 people. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? We, yeah. had, we had about 11 people at our, our lunch. That's crazy. It yeah. is. It's really just, uh, it's been an amazing ride. And um, we started out in Hardy Oak Elementary and uh, people, people started showing up and uh, we moved to Reagan High School uh, after two and a half years at uh, Hardy Oak. And then we were at Reagan High School portable church total for four and a half years. Wow. And um, that is uh, portable church has its own uh, unique challenges and joys along the way. And, um, and I, I, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't trade those days, sure. but you yeah. know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to willingly run back to them either, but it was, I learned a, I learned a ton about leadership about myself. And so uh, in uh 2013, July of 2013, about two and a half years ago, we we were able to purchase the building that we're in right now at 1604 and 281. Nice. And uh, just just one of those things you just you just pull up in the parking lot and you know 
wow, how, yeah. how did how did this happen? And our dream, even in 2000, 2008, 2009, when, when we were talking about the future and what this would look like, we said we, we want things to happen so that when people on the outside look in, they just shake their head and say, only God could allow that to happen. Only God to make that happen. And we've been seeing story after story. And it's easy with the, the buildings and the signs and the, the, the growth and all of that to say, well, you know, only God. But the other most amazing part about this is we look into people's lives and the stories that we get to we get to intersect in their world. And we look and we get to say, you know what, only God could have done this. And so we're getting to just live that out over and over. And uh, we started the church and our, our, our mission is that North Rock Church exists to see lives redefined by being filled with life in Christ. Yeah. And it's 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 simple. It's 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 it's, it's what it is. Yep. You feel life filled with Christ, and we want to see your life redefined. And when we say that, it's not just trying to be a, a catchy phrase or slogan, but it's as we want to see marriages redefined. We want to see husbands redefined, wives redefined, kids redefined, uh, employees redefined. We want people we want people to be better 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 spouses, better friends. Better drivers, you know, better better employees, better bosses across the board. And we know that if if you get your life on that trajectory, that your life is going to be better. And so much of what you talk about and so much of what you you know explain to all the listeners, you know, just 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 getting better at what you're doing. Your when you get better, your world gets better. Yeah. And so from the spiritual side of that, we know the same principle. Again, the same principles apply. That if you, when your world gets better spiritually, and as we're going into 2016, you want to have the best year ever. You want to have the best 2016 year ever. Yeah. Have the best year spiritually, and you're going to have one of the best years ever when you start there, and when you start being intentional about every area of your life. And there's a lot I'd, I'd like to That's go into, awesome. but we can. Most we'll, we'll talk about it later. But I know you so. were you were telling us earlier before the show that you have some really um, personal, deep stories that you kind of want to share. Can you can you share something a little bit about? Yeah, that? I'd be glad to. And, yeah. Um, it, one of the reasons that I have um, the confidence that I have in in knowing that I can take the next step because. And it's not it's not pride, it's not self promotion, it's not because you know you try to build on those and that just becomes sinking sand a lot of times. But but when you know that hey I, I'm living on purpose and I'm living with a purpose, uh, that that makes a huge difference. And uh, 2007 was a unique year for my family and I. And I'll, I'll just try to soundbite this real quick before you go, Bert, but we everything in a, in less than a four month period just kind of crashed down around us on from a medical standpoint when was this in 2007 okay. and um in a less than a four month time frame myself my wife my then eight-year-old son who was my oldest and my six month who was still basically a, a you know a newborn we were all diagnosed with a medical condition that was either life-altering or life-threatening and um i had a very unique tumor in my in my left ear and it was eating through the skull uh, would have taken years to happen but was um, eventually would some type of infection would go to my brain and the surgery is what was so major and uh, they they removed and put things back on the left side of my head that I'm I'm amazed that I that, that I look even tell. somewhat <laughs> that's it I saw a doctor this week and he said wow they did a very good job so that made me feel a little better about it after all these years and um, my wife was uh, looking at uh, some 
some potential with skin cancer, and doctors were very clear about that. My oldest son had an infection, um, very unique what he had, and we were at Texas Children's Hospital, and the, the doctor just looked at us and said, uh, this is fatal, and um, this doesn't end well. And so, you know, we're going to do everything we can, but typically this, this doesn't end well with children. So I, I just want you to know, you know, we're, we're not sure why he's still alive. Hmm. And, uh, and then my, my baby at the time, who um, his head was growing faster than the rest of his body, and, and we, we, were, we were trying to figure this out and went to a couple of doctors. And so at one point of our life, we're at Texas Children's Hospital in Houston, Texas, and my oldest son is on, I believe, the 10th floor, and my youngest son is on the 14th floor. Oh and so we were jumping elevators, <laughs> and one seeing a neurosurgeon about his head growing faster than the rest of his body, and my other one is, is sitting down with a with a team of doctors. Wow. And uh, he, he become kind of the science experiment because what he had wasn't real prevalent in children. It did happen. And so we had a team, a team of doctors that would come in and um, – they ended up doing some research with him and stuff, and it was it was interesting uh, what came of that. But we reached a point in our life that I realized that it doesn't matter how how good I am, how strong I am, how how I have it all together, or I don't have it all together. When when life crumbles around you like that, you you look at what's really important. And I, I and I looked in what's what's the most important things in my life. And, you know, obviously one being my faith, you know, where, what is my faith in? Who is my faith in? And, uh, you know, looking to God and, and at this moment in my life being frustrated with God. And some people are uncomfortable with statements like that, but, but I was, I was. And, um, my wife as well, we talk about this a lot still. And there were moments you just, you, you know, you, you, you're just, you're beating the sky, just wondering what, you know, why, what did we do? Cause you know, in, in my world, I felt like I'd followed all the rules. So I, if I'd done everything right, done everything I was supposed to do, why, why am I having to deal with this? Yeah. And we were fortunate. We, we came out on the other side of this. Uh, everybody's healthy and whole and good today. And not everybody's story ends that way. And so, you know, part of you kind of get in that self, you know, that pity mode and, right. and all of that. But I looked at a couple things and one was my faith and, and the other was my family. And, and, and I knew that was your why that's it. That's it. And, and I knew that when I, when, when I, when I wrapped my, my arms and my heart and my head around that, and that became the number one thing in my life, everything else is just going to fall into place. Mm -hmm. Things are going to come, things are going to go, but those are the things that I have to hold the tightest to. And I have to wrap everything about. And so it changed my perspective and and it allowed me when a year later, when I'm picking up my family from a very safe environment of we've always kind of grown up in the same place and life was easy and family yeah. surrounded by family to move here and to start a church. It, it, it was hard. It was overwhelming. It was daunting. It was all of those things that a new adventure should be and that, you know, starting a business or starting a church or a new initiative, all those things, they all have, they all share a common feeling. But I was able to step into that knowing, you know what? I have my faith and I have my family yeah. and I'm going to wrap my heart and my head and my arms around those things and we're going to see what happens. And so it really shaped me. And then um, a little, about two and a half years ago, I had another little shaping moment, the unexpected passing of my father. He was, he was a young man who was 65 and um, just in an instant uh, brain aneurysm uh, altered my family tree in my life. And uh, really brought me face to face with mortality. And uh, wow. I'd, I'd started living really intentional, really on purpose, 
but in the last two and a half years, I've really cranked it down and, 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 and it's more than every day matters. Every moment matters. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. you know, it's just, so I, I, I live in the moment. I try to live in the moment as much as I can. And, uh, anyway, so well, that's a great story. You know, those are regular life stories. Yeah. And, 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 and what's amazing is that was in 2007 and then 2008, you know, you and, uh, Jonathan are talking we're ready to yeah. open up a business, <laughs> which is the church. Yes. And, and we got to strategize and do some planning yeah. and, you know, how are things going to look like? And, and, and that's what regular happens in a business life oh, yeah. of a business professional, a salesperson, um, so much of what we do, you know, things occur. Yeah. And, and, and how we respond, how we rebound is the biggest keys. And, and your courage and persistent discipline and your faith, uh, definitely all those played into it. And your why, which is your family. That's what moves us all to do what we do, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And um, so share a little bit, if I can. Thanks so much what you yeah, did. I, I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I, I, I heard in, in the, one of the Sundays that you were yeah. you know, um, uh, talking about that. But I didn't know all of it, and thanks so much for yes, sharing that. that that's a neat part about you. But your family's amazing, uh, Jennifer, and your kids, yeah. and and Jonathan, and I mean the whole team yeah. you guys got yeah. there is is are similarly to similar to the DNA that you have. Yeah. That, that's how you guys are. Tell us tell us about um, North Rock Church. Um, just a little bit of just where you guys envision yourselves in 2016. How you go about that planning? Yeah. Okay. You know, because you you've done well yeah. to me. Yeah. I, I I started going about a year and a half ago, and uh, went both feet in. I interviewed a lot. You know, I was talking, tried to get to know you guys as fast as I could, <laughs> because you know, I'm I'm I. Uh, it was a big step for yeah. me and my family, and and both awesome. of us went through everything. But yeah. we were there from the first hello. You know, it, so yeah. we you enjoyed. Had, you had me at hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell us about the specialness that I that you guys got at North Rock Church, yeah. please. Well, we um, you know. We want to create a great experience, and a lot of people show up to church, and some people show up willingly, and they know they need to be there, and they want to be there. Um, other people show up uh, just kind of not, you know, well, I know I'm supposed to be here. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like going to the dentist. I, I know I need to do this, but it doesn't mean I, I want to do this all the time. And um, and then, you you know, we laugh about it, but you have some people, you know, they're, we're pretty sure they get tricked into coming. They, they told them they were going to brunch, and you know, <laughs> but oh, oh, you said church, not brunch. And so we laugh about that, but you know, everything we do at North Rock is intentional. Um, we're, 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 we're intentional about being laser focused on a few things and doing them well. And uh, we, number one is creating a great experience. And we want people to have a great experience on Sunday. Um, that's not all there is to um, church. That's not all there there is to uh, following Jesus. There, there, it goes much more than that. But we know that on the front end of this, um, we we want we want that first time guest to walk in and feel feel welcomed, uh, feel invited, feel like they you know like we've been waiting on you all week to get here. Yeah. That's what <laughs> we want them to feel like. We want them to have that type of experience, and and we want we want people to be excited that that Sunday's on the way. That's not the day before Monday, but hey, this is Sunday, and I get to get up, and I get to go, I get to go enjoy this experience on 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 this day, and so, um, and we hear stories like that, and you know, we want we want kids to wake up on Sunday and say, is it time to go yet? Can yeah. we can we go to church now? Yeah. Because of what what's happening there, and um, and we want that from the parking lot until until the parking lot. We want it from the second you pull in. 
till the second you pull out. Yeah. We want you to know that there that somebody has prepared something for you, that that we've created a space for you to be able to walk into and a place in your life for you to be able to walk into and to 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 begin to feel that that void and that emptiness that only there's only one thing that'll fill that void and that emptiness and that is a relationship with Jesus. And and so we want to create the environment and we want to create the space and we want to create the opportunity. And and one of the things that we always say in our staff meetings is we want to make it as easy as possible for people to say yes to Jesus. And so we build we build around that. And so by doing that and that's you know that's its whole that's a whole side of what we do of of how we create that and we're intentional and we 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 measure everything we can measure and we're constantly trying to add things to that metrics that we can measure um it's not about the numbers but we do know this that every number has a story and every story has a name and every name matters to god and we want to make sure that that everybody feels that and and so by by measuring those stories by measuring those names by measuring those numbers it allows us to be the best stewards possible of, of of what we're trying to do, and so as we go into 2016, we've already uh, we've already uh, we our our team met in October, and uh, we spent two and a half days off site, and uh, we we evaluated what what worked, what didn't work, uh, what we evaluated what the initiatives that we talked about a year before in 2014, how we can make 2015 better, and we we saw where we saw the progress, where we saw things that kind of flatlined. Um, and so just as an organizational whole, as you would do in a business, as you would do in a nonprofit or as you would do in a church, we looked at these. We looked at all of this uh, through the lens of life change, through the lens of are people, are their lives being redefined? Are they becoming better spouses? Are they, are they, are they following Jesus? Are they, are they becoming better employees? Are they becoming better volunteers or whatever, whatever the sure. area of life? And so as we as we project into 2016, we have a we have a much clearer picture because we know we know where we're at, we know where we've been, and now we have a very good picture of where we're going. And there's some things about 2016 that that we're dreaming about that yeah. just scare the life out of us. <laughs> and we're thinking, man, if we pull this off, yep. wow, this right. is going to be an amazing year. And uh, it's we've been so blessed in the location that we're at to see tremendous growth, to see great things happening. And, you know, part of our long-term vision is is to have not just one campus in the city, but to have, have, have more. And so how, where, you know, where, where, where's that going to be? How, how's that going to be funded? Who's going to, who's going to staff it? Who, you know, there's so many questions that right. go around that, but you know, and, and I feel like you're, you know, as we talked about kind of on the nuts and bolts on the practical side of this, uh, this is, this is the stuff we do. Obviously as a, you know, you know, we're praying about this We're you know, we're, we're, we're looking to God for, for these resources, but it's like everything else in life. We have to steward yeah. the resources that we have. We have right. to steward the people that we have in our life, whether that's family, friends, employees, uh, relationships, bosses. All of, We have to steward all of that as much as we do our money and our time and everything else. And so as we look into 2016, we got some we have some big, bold dreams and trying to steward this vision God's given to us and just, you know, just just amazed at what's ahead of us. I can imagine. Uh, well, now that you were talking about your your team and staff, tell us a little bit about them and how somebody can call you or contact you to volunteer and be a part of that. Yeah. So um, we are we're extremely blessed with a, uh, a great uh, 
pastoral team right now and uh it's we again we as you you know whether you're in business or church or nonprofit, Mm -hmm. you learn a lot along the way and so we've learned the attributes and the qualities that that we've really zeroed in on now and um and, and and so we look for those things and so we we've got to a place now where where we have certain qualities we look for in when we, you know say we're going to hire someone and uh, so you know talent's not always at the top it's there, there's there's three or four other things that are just as important or more important than than yeah. just the actual talent sometimes so at, at a, as an employee level um you know we've been very focused and intentional with that and uh, we have a great team of people that know how to build leaders and they know how to build teams and they know how to build people and and that's what that that's where that next step happens. Yeah. And so, so we're, we're, we're fortunate and blessed with that. And, and with, we want to make the on ramp significant, but yet easy. Yeah. So when people show up to North Rock church and they say, Hey, I, li- I like this. I like what I feel. I like what I see, what I'm experiencing. I want to be a part of this. And that's what we want to see happen. Cause we, we believe that, um, you know, that, Growth or, you know, to use a church word, discipleship, it's not a class or a checkbox or a list of things, I've, but it's a journey. And it, it, it's never about the destination. You're never going to get there. That, that, that's not going to happen. But what is going to happen is you're going to have this journey and you're going to grow in your faith. You're going to grow in your abilities. You're going to grow. So we want to create this on ramp for people to be able to get onto that and, um, and get involved. And so we have a, we have a pretty simple process for that. Okay. And so when you, when you come to church, uh, you, you know, we're talking about it every Sunday, uh, how to get involved, how to be a part of that. And people say, and, uh, you know, here's the team. I, here's how God's designed me. Uh, here, here's what I'm passionate about, uh, because if what we're very clear about is if you don't, we, we want you serving and living out where you're, where you're designed. Cause if, if you don't like kids, we're not going to put you in the nursery. (laughs) That's not going to end well for anyone, for for you or the, or the kid. And so, uh, we want people to live that out. And so we have, we have a simple process that we, we onboard that with, and it gives people that opportunity to, to show up and begin to live out their faith and live out their design. And that's, that's. That's one of the more important factors is knowing that this is this is where 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 God's designed me. One of the cool things about Gilbert is uh, I get to see him do this, and uh, he, he's on one of our teams and what he does, and just watching him have the conversation with people, and he's just he's just right in his element, and he's just helping people just figure out and navigate what's next for them. And um, a couple, I think it was two weeks ago, we. Uh, we we had this and I was I was watching you talk to a few people and it was uh it's kind of hard because I want to come talk to you and uh, but you know I'm already there so <laughs> you know we need you we need you there for for those that are interested in getting involved but um and so we we use that process uh, to help people get connected and get involved and then and then obviously through another element we use is through small groups uh, through the church and getting because uh, we we know people have you have to get connected yeah. you can't just show up and and watch the show if you would you you have to you have to be engaged. You have to be connected, and and you have to know that there's a there's there's a community around you that cares about you, that's here for you, yeah. and that, that that's connected with you to 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 take the steps with you. Exactly. So, and how do you contact you guys? Yeah. Out? What's your website? Northrocksa.com is um, that's that's our that's that's our web website, and then of course. Like the rest of the world, social media yeah. is uh, is is where the most up to date with Facebook, uh, North Rock Church, and then Instagram is another one that uh, North Rock SA 
on uh, Instagram would be the other way to to really. Oh, uh, I gotta find to, you to, then. Yes, yeah, stay connected and follow us. Uh, go like our page. Yes. You bet. Please do. Now I'm gonna switch just a little bit. Is um, so much of, of what they do there um, in Matt. Um, being associate pastor there at North Rock Church. He's uh, a John Maxwell guy, and um, I love that about him, and I could talk forever, that stuff. He probably could teach me so much as well because he's been uh, studying. One of his books is 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, and uh, that's the book that he has right there on right in front of him. And I know he teaches that and Jennifer, I think, mm-hmm. both of you yes, guys yes. in the small groups. Yes. And um, and they go through some weeks or however way they have it set up. And, and that is so neat as far as how they do that. And the other one I shared with him was the intentional living. And he's going through the 30 day journey right now. And uh, I think he's in day 20 or something like that he had mentioned earlier. So talk a little bit about that and how it helps you as far as what you do in in, uh, personally as well as within, you know, North Rock Church. I um, I love to read. And so I read a a ton. I always have. And I um, I came across this book a couple years ago and I. I've read thousands of books, and some I remember, some you don't, some you you just remember. I read a book around that, but this book is unique in the fact that I started reading it and I stopped, and I went I went and bought about five copies, and I told some close friends. I said, "You're going to read this with me," and some some stayed on the wagon, some did not. And my wife Jennifer, I bought her copy, and I said, "I'm I'm stopping this right now, and we're going to do this together." And so we went chapter by chapter, page by page, and at the end of it, this is the beauty of reading a book like this with an with an accountability partner, as, which in my case was my wife, is at the end there's a apply these laws. It's 15 laws, 15 chapters, and he tells you everything, but at the end he tells you to apply this. And so I had a journal, and we would we would go spend every other Friday, and we would have breakfast together, and we would work through the chapter. We'd been reading separately, and then we'd work through the questions. Well, I would answer them, and she would tell me, you're not being completely honest. <laughs> and I said, okay, so I'd back up. I'd erase or scratch out, and I'd go back in. And uh, So that was the fun part of that. But this book, in, in, in I would say in the last 10, 12 years of my life, has been the one book that has reshaped my thinking has had the most impact on my life. And I've never had a book that, that I – it's literally a, a side table nightstand on my desk book. It, it 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 doesn't go away. It never gets put on the shelf. There's no dust on this one. Um, I am forever going back to it, and I live my life. What caught me was John Maxwell said, "I've taken 40 years of my personal growth plan and I've put it in a book," and and that that was the line that sold me on having to have this book. And so I went and bought it, and um, it did it. It, it, it caused me to get so laser focused about every area of my life, and um, he he w- he mentions it along uh, uh, Dave Ramsey and Chris Licurdo. They mention it as well, talking about Zig Ziglar's Will of Life, mm-hmm. and how you it's each each part is a spoke, and yeah. you and you've got it you've got to get all of those right in all the areas of life. And this book has caused me to do that on so many levels. And so Jennifer and I live this. We teach it. We we live it out. When life gets – when we start bumping the guardrails a little bit, we, we go back and read this to get back to center. And uh, we, we lead people through it. We do we, um, we have a lot of small groups at the church. And so last year I led a small group uh, through this content. And because if people would just – if they'll just – They'll just get this and yeah. it, it'll change. It'll change everything. There are more. 
there are more dreams and plans and and things that are happening in my life personally and as well as what I do for the church because of this book right here. And it's just a couple simple things of, you know, go write it down, yeah. go write it down. And, and, and we begin to write out our dreams together. And uh, and it strengthened our marriage in a way that, that was really amazing that we didn't see going to happen that way. We're just trying to grow as leaders. Yeah. We're just trying to grow as people. And next thing we know, we're we're sitting together planning out the next 25 years of our life. And what that looks like, and we have a plan. We have a plan of what of what fifty of age fifty five looks for us, and there what age go. sixty, and yeah, you know, whether it happens or not. You I know. passed that already. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so hopefully it'll, uh, you know, uh, you know. But it, it's been an amazing yeah. journey. Yeah. Uh, and there were um, one of the things that jumped out, and I, I wrote this down: is the secret of your success is found in your daily routine, and that has been. One of the key moments and, and phrases for me leading forward into this and, and what I do every day. Yeah. And, I, and I, have a, I, have a, yeah. I have a very strict early morning plan that I follow. And it's, um, and, and it's all – it really, really, really just – I mean we, we got really tight on it when we – Tell us the name of the book again one more time so the listeners can go out and get it. It's by John Maxwell, and it is The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being a guest and sharing your insights. I think you're probably going to end up being one of our, um, you know, coming on every so often to yeah. a radio show. <laughs> you have a lot of great stuff to share. So we look forward to having you again coming soon. So because well, I know so we're much. not going to be on for Christmas or New Year's. Correct. We'll be we'll be on. We'll have number one and number two radio yes. show. Yes. Yes. Okay. We'll have those shows on for. But thank you so much for being a guest. Just well, really thank you so much you. for allowing me. And um, and when we get to talking leadership and John Maxwell, I can talk for hours. Exactly. So, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> I we're going to just have him back it. more often and just yeah. keep talking about all these you great bet. things. And. Um, but Gilbert, um, let's finish the show. I want to and, close one more. Yeah. One thing is, remember, we talked about as far as selling, and, and we talked about as far as being able to have the discipline for self-improvement. But if you think about it, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Apple, you know, H-E-B, right here in San Antonio, they don't stop their marketing just mm-hmm. because they got a great market share. Yeah. They continue. Yeah. They want top-of-mind awareness. They want to be able to promote it and let them – let people know, you know, so so it's continuous improvement, continuous working at it. And the end, we have two weeks obviously left in this year. Yeah. And and uh, this is uh, some of you guys right now are trying to hit your year end goals. And, and if you hit your goals, hopefully then you're able to start reflecting as far as how 2015 went, start to make some adjustments, celebrate some accomplishments, make some tweaks about what you did, learn from it. And then obviously is play and have a great, great, what, fast start mm-hmm. 2016. Yes. It's important. The momentum is critical. It's intentional actions. And, and being able to uh, uh, do what you do now will definitely impact you in 2016. I'd like to wish everybody here a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas to you and your family. And have a happy new year. Yes. And, and uh, let's finish strong. Let's finish strong and have a fast start in 2016 with intentional actions. God bless you all. Yes, Rita, sir. God bless and again, you and your family. Thank you, sir. I, I appreciate it. God bless you as well. Always a diva. She's our, our the uh, house. always in the house with us. So we'll probably have her on for the new year as well. Right. well. We'll get her on as well. But again, next week we'll play show number one. And then for New Year's, we'll play show number two. You bet. So stay tuned. Get inspired. Be inspired. Stay inspired. Hi, this is Rita Hernandez.
Inspiration for Life Radio, TV, and Web is a community-based station serving the city of San Antonio with a focus on helping to change and save lives. If you feel led to sponsor Inspiration for Life Radio and to support our mission, vision, and purpose, simply email us at sponsor at inspiration4 with the number 4, life.org. Once again, that's sponsor at inspiration4life.org. Thank you for your consideration in supporting Inspiration for Life Radio, TV, and Web. Once again, this is Rita Hernandez reminding you to get inspired, be inspired, stay inspired. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.